Ezekwesili and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayo Day. Let me talk. No, I will let you talk. Kayo Day. Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. No, I am Sandra Ezekwasili, and these are your hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, Bola Tinubu has 15 days to submit his ministerial nominees. It's been 45 days since he was sworn in on May 29th. The constitution says he must nominate his ministers within 60 days. So Tinubu has used up exactly three quarters of his allotted time, 25% remaining. I'm going to remind you again that a few months ago, his advisor, Dede Alake, told us that 60 days was too much time. Alake said, quote, a month maximum is enough for any serious government to form its cabinet and put a structure of government in place after the swearing in, end quote. It's now been a month and a half, precisely. 15 days to go. Second hard fact of the day, in 1999, it took President Obasanjo five days to nominate his ministers. We had the list by the 4th of June. Third hard fact of the day, in 2003, it took President Obasanjo 25 days to nominate his ministers. We have the list by June 23rd. Fourth hard fact of the day, in 2011, it took President Jonathan 30 days to nominate his ministers. We have that list by June 28th. Fifth hard fact of today, the House of Reps is against this new rule from the CBN to use social media for KYC. Remember, the central bank says that um, banks must now ask for customers' social media handles. Well, the Green Chamber agrees with the Nigeria Data Protection Commission that this is a violation of your privacy. It's a violation of consumer privacy. One million consumers come to me every day in Lagos. They cannot be wrong. Thank you for tuning in. I've got a great show for you, starting with the big three. Let's talk about PDP governors warning INEC about upcoming state elections. Then let's talk about Lagos State's plan to partner with the public to prevent building collapse. And then let's talk about the House of Reps probing illegal deductions by banks. Speaking of which, Titi, I don't know if you're listening or someone who knows her is listening. I shared her her details on my Twitter. My Twitter is S Ezekwesili. S Ezekwesili. S-E-Z-E-K-W-E-S-I-L-I. So I shared her, her story on my Twitter. And there's lots of suggestions for what she could do, what she can do. So if she can check it out, um, maybe she can go on there and um, take a look at um, some of those suggestions. Some of them were really, really good. Some of the things that people were advising um, people to do if they find themselves in the same position as Titi. Um, um, some of those suggestions were really good. So if Titi could... Um, Check it out and see the suggestions there. Maybe something works out for her. All right. Uh, Today's Wednesday. So we're going to bring you the glass ceiling. And on today's glass ceiling, let's talk about preeclampsia, a condition that kills so many new mothers. 
On Balogun and Broad, let's talk about the FIRS's planned VAT direct initiative. I'll be joined by the VDI National Project Manager. On today's step down, let's talk some more about makeup artists and pri- and bridal makeup. Hopefully we have some time to get into it because usually Wednesdays we don't have time to get into the step down. Expect news, business and sports at the top of the hour every hour. But let's get started with today's big three. Lagos, I'm Sandra Eskipasili and these are your hard facts. Nigeria Info. Can INEC inspire confidence for the off-cycle elections? What would the certified accreditor program need in order to work? Have you been a victim of illegal bank charges? Which banks are the most notorious for illegal charges? Those are your big three, Lagos. Let's talk. PDP governors are warning INEC to give us free and fair off-cycle elections. That's our first story. Because we have Guba elections coming up in Imo, in Kogi and Bayelsa. And the PDP Governors Forum just met and at the meeting, and this is the first meeting since the elections happened, and in that meeting they called on INEC, they called on the federal government, they called on the security agencies and they said all of them, be neutral during these three elections. Now, of course, this is happening at a time when uh, we've uh, been debating this uh, EU election observer mission report, which accused these same three bodies of not being neutral or law-abiding during the general election. So INEC, the federal government, the security agencies, that report from the EU said that they were not neutral. So in light of that, do you believe that the PDP Governors Forum has done the right thing by calling them out and demanding their neutrality? Or do you think the PDP Governors Forum are playing to the gallery? Because we also need to ask, what difference does it make? If the PDP Governors make this call, what difference does it make? And of course, you have those who accuse the PDP Governors of hypocrisy because they'll accuse them of not letting INEC be neutral in their states during elections. I mean, we see allegations of governors moving with the army and the police on election day, for example, to disrupt coalition centers. So is this a valid call from the PDP or is this hypocrisy? But beyond the messenger, let's look at the message. Do you believe, Lagos, do you believe that in the coming elections in Imo, Kogi, Bayelsa, do you believe that INEC, the federal government and the security agencies will be impartial and neutral? If you don't think that they can be neutral, are there any organizations or bodies or mechanisms that can keep them neutral? Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. We've got WhatsApp. WhatsApp is oh eight oh nine five nine seven five eight oh five. Oh eight oh nine five nine seven five eight oh five. That's for WhatsApp. But the numbers to call are zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello, Sandra. Thank you for calling. What's your name, sir? This is Isaac, calling you from Bariga. Isaac, talk to me. Yeah. I totally agree with it. Even though they are, sometimes it looks like uh, hypocrisy, I totally agree with what uh, these people just said, the PDP uh, said. People that are supposed to check them is them by the uh, PDP, by the way, because I don't believe that any organization or civil society can get these people. I just believe that PDP should put, uh, put their hands together. And check we made all this uh, uh, this dream, this coming election in the state. We are the only one who can do it if they can put their together. Because other and uh, I mean common man like us will not go there, will not challenge them. They have the they have the experience, they have all the um uh, 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 to check uh, the upcoming election. Mm. I think the uh, the three people they mentioned the federal government, the APC and the INEC, they should they should uh, uh, they should be they should be neutral. Mm. They should not involve their so that we can answer 
Okay. Thank you very much, Isaac, for calling to share your thoughts. 99.3. Hello, good afternoon, Alessandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? My name is Jacob Adamawa. Jacob Adamawa, welcome. Talk to me. Alessandra, there's nothing, there's nothing again I can do that I will be excited with. There's nothing, Alessandra. Forget. INEC has broken, they have broken everybody's hearts. So there's nothing since that presidential election. Mm. I have no confidence in anything that INEC will do. Mm. They even forget that. Forget because they gave uh, PDP winning in Adamao. But there's nothing INEC will do in this country that will excite me again. Ah. That's the truth. Ah, okay. Nothing. I don't believe in them. I don't believe in anything INEC. If they like, let them give PDP all the votes. I don't believe in anything. There's nothing that will, that can never make me happy. All right, thank you very much for calling. That's quite heartbreaking, but um, okay. All right, thanks for your thanks for your thoughts. Pastor Ladikbo is here. How are you, Pastor Ladikbo? Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, Pastor Ladikbo. Well, for me, I think I can still have a little hope in them. But it's good that PDP is really, really raising an alarm now, okay. so that people can focus on them because I noticed something with these people. What? And one of the things I noticed is it's like they tend to manipulate towards their desired and preferred party and candidate. So it's good that PDP is raising an alarm now. It's very good. You see, please, I don't know if I can say something about the cabinet delay. Sure, go ahead. Why not? Okay. I want you to understand that Obasanjo was well prepared to take over governance. And during his time, he was more concerned about rebuilding Nigeria to the point where he has to go for technocrats. 60 to 70% of his cabinet was made up of technocrats. You see, great brains. But this time around, because of the delay, is because of the politicians that are jostling for those positions. Mm. And most of them have been in the system since 1999, right. 2003, 2007, they have been there. Right. So they hold the system by the jugular. That, that is why it's causing this delay. They say they are doing one other uh, consultation. The consultation is they are trying to appease and appeal with some of them that they will not receive that position. So because of that, it will continue to cause delay. I'm telling you. Mm. Okay, thanks for calling, uh, Pastor Larico. Kevin is here from Sulere. Hi, Kevin. Kevin, I are you there? You. All right, welcome. Yes, I greet you, Sandra. I greet you too. Yes, um, on your first hard fact, um, 60 days to appoint minister, I'm very worried and curious about the people that the president is going to bring into the cabinet. The people, the characters I'm seeing, are they in Nassau these days? I hope the president is not going to fill his cabinet with politicians. He is a man that has an eye in bringing out technical characters, people that can do the job in terms of professionals, even in politics. And this is the first time I'm seeing a core politician being the president. I hope the cabinet will not be paraded with politicians. That would be a very as a people, it should not be. I've seen all of them. The man in the river, all of them are parading about. No <laughs> one said if they give him, he will not collect. Maybe they have told him that he is not among the people that will. Get so it's coming to present quickly. <laughs> so please, I beg you, don't put politicians. I'm not saying politicians will not be there. Mm. They should be, not be made of them there in that cabinet because they will not do Most of them have destroyed their state. They have not their state. You mess up you, you keep on parading. What can I call G, GCB? You know, keep parading about the going of a new for something else to do. Papa, I'm happy to say that um, regarding the the PDP, mm. one of the le- worst elections that have been conducted in this country was under the PDP. Many, many people have forgotten that in 2003, Michael Jackson and came to vote in this country. A lot of people have forgotten. The leaking machine was up to it was terrible. But what they have said, they don't need to say, INEC should be up and because INEC right now is a, is a perfection trial. People, people have lost confidence in INEC. 
So it's up to them now. This office is election for them to be up and do it. We'll have a better election come 2027. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin, for calling. TJ is in Ogun State. Hi, TJ. TJ, are you Father, there? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, yeah, good TJ. Af- good afternoon. Welcome, TJ. Okay, my own uh, issue is uh, the issue of the cabinet. Well, I think the man on top, though he's not, he's not my fan anyway, but I think let's win Nigeria and take it uh, easy with him. You see, my people say that no how dog play rich and the dog uh, uh, decide to stay in the den of tick, where tick no enter in the body. So you may have a good intention, but once you surround yourself with corrupt people and people who supported it, they have the interest, their own internal interest, interest of the people. That is what you're going to see. Most people that supported, they, it's a political issue. Those politicians, they want their interest. So I believe that 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 is the major problem. So we should take it easy. I believe but maybe before the 60 days, round of that, probably something might come out from its end. So that is what we expect in a system that, uh, that that's like this, that we are running. That once people, you know... Yeah, support you, they have their interest. You will definitely have problem like this. Thank mm. you very much. Thank you very much for calling, TJ. Lagos, if you just tuned in, our first story on the big three today, PDP governors are warning INEC to give us free and fair off-cycle elections. We have elections coming up in Imo, Kogi, Bayelsa, and the governors from PDP met um, the first meeting uh, since the elections happened. And at that meeting, they called on INEC, the federal government, and the security agencies to be neutral during those three elections. And like I mentioned, this call is coming at a time where the country is debating the observer mission report from the EU that accused the same three bodies of not being neutral and not being law-abiding during the general elections. So INEC, the federal government, security agencies, and which is why I asked you, in light of that, do you believe the PDP Governors Forum has done the right thing by calling them out and demanding their neutrality? Or do you think they're playing to the gallery? You have those who accuse the PDP governors of hypocrisy because uh, they'll accuse the PDP governors themselves of not allowing INEC be neutral in their own states during elections. We see allegations of governors moving with army, moving with police on election day to disrupt coalition centers, allegedly. So is this a valid call or is this hypocrisy or is this one of those situations where... You look at the message and ignore the messenger. Do you believe that INEC, the federal government and the security agencies will be impartial and neutral during the elections that are about to happen in Imo, Kogi and Bayelsa? And if you don't think that they will be neutral and impartial, are there any organizations or bodies or mechanisms that can keep them neutral? That's our first story on the show. Share your thoughts with me on 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello? Good afternoon, my name is Mark. Hi, Mark. Welcome from Surulere. Go ahead. I'm not first time caller. <laughs> Mark, I'm glad you're here, but your line is not very clear. It's sounding really muffled. Okay, sorry, sorry. Is it clear now? Nope, not clear at all. Uh, it's sounding like you're inside water or something. Are you talking to me through an earpiece? No, no, I'm I'm to the radio. Actually, are you to- are you speaking into the phone? No, I hear me now. Uh, unfortunately, I have to end the call. I'm so sorry. I, I give you a bit of a chance because you're a first time caller. I'm sorry, Mark. Ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello. Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Bye, Mama. Hmm. Kobuko, welcome. I am applauding and appreciating National Assembly, but I cannot ask Secretary for that because they are doing their work. NIM and BGN don't do. And the very soon, if they say that you upload their Secretary, I can wonder if they say give you their data to upload or my Abu Anoa. They don't have right to tell me that I should upload my Secretary account for anything. They don't. Secondly, I support PDP. Let I make on the beavers for now, especially in Imo State. Let them off the on the beavers now for upcoming state elections. Sister, concerning bank exorbitant charges, the woman 
forfeited our 5,000. Three months old, nothing, baby. A woman that is selling pure water. So this credit is crediting and the own network. Nigerians are losing their money. So make the assembly talk more on that aspect of no network traverse. Well, traverse, no go, traverse. Before you go, support them, say they have enacted a law that will make women to get property for their papa. No, let my sister come fight my property. No, make it come now. Now, seven and get a paper and a white cloth and go full arm. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much for calling. We've got uh, about one minute. Uh, let me use that time and speak with Baba G from Badagri. Baba G, you've got one minute. Yeah, thank you, Sandra, President Sandra. Uh, quickly, um, talking about technocrats or technocratic policies, I think uh, it was Shifulushe uh, Gubasanjo that said, there is one thing for the ministers, the advisors to advise you. There's another thing for you to take it. So whether you brought in technocrats wherever you invited them uh, from overseas, it's clear for the president to allow them to do their work. If the president can listen to them, definitely they can work. Remember late Professor Dora Quilly, TG Navdak, when she was transferred to Minister of Information, she resigned. Even Okunji, we are at a time, she resigned. So if the president wanted to work, whether you are a politician or not, the ball stops on the president table. As far as Nigeria is concerned, the president of Nigeria is the most powerful president in the world. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Baba G, for calling. We will take a couple of messages from WhatsApp and then we'll take a break. Uh, Jonathan from Magboro says, PDP is right, even though I've lost huge confidence in INEC. I'll hardly trust INEC, not after the perversion of justice in the just-concluded presidential election. I see a rerun, though. All right. Jonathan from Magboro. Um, this message here from Overseer Femi Ajayi says PDP is just playing her social role but the outcome of the off-season election will be however um, INEC tries Imo and Kogi will still be conquered by APC while Bayelsa may go to the PDP QED okay if you just tuned in hi how are you we'll take a break now when we come back from this break Let's talk about the Lagos State Government's plan to partner with the public to prevent building collapse. What exactly are they planning? I'll tell you all about it after the break. Don't go away, Lagos. The Lagos State Government has a new plan to prevent building collapse. That's our uh, second story. They are calling it the Certified Accreditors Programme. It is supposed to solve the capacity problem that the government has. Because right now, government doesn't have enough workers to inspect building sites, to make sure that they are following the building code, make sure that they are only building what has been approved for them to build. That's where this certified accreditors program comes in. It's going to rely on the private sector to help government to do those inspections. So the program is open to builders, architects, engineers, town planners, and other professionals in the construction center. If they are interested, the program will certify them. And once they are certified, the government can now send them to help monitor all the ongoing construction jobs. Do you think this can work? Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three. Now, of course, we don't have exact details yet. I'm working to get the Lagos State Government on uh, community report next week to give us the specifics. But as a concept, do you think this idea has merit? And if you do, if you think that this idea has merit, what do you think we, we need to do? What do you think would need to be put in place for this to work effectively? So, for example, um, I'm assuming here, <laughs> assuming that there will be, um, there'll need to be some basic level of orientation and training for those professionals who sign up, you know, just to make sure that they understand the current standards that the state government is enforcing, right? Then 
then there needs to be a system for allocating territories to them you know so they know which areas they're going to be checking buildings in right and then maybe we also need a more uh robust reporting system so the public can draw the attention of these certified accreditors, you know, when a, a building starts going up. I'm, I, and I'm also guessing that we're going to need, we're, we're also going to need some sort of system for documenting their inspections. You know, that way we avoid corruption and we avoid claims of bias. But these are some of the first thoughts that I have about um, the certified accreditors program. I want to hear your thoughts. 0700 465-7190. What do you think about this concept? Do you think it could work? This program is going to rely on the private sector to help government do the inspections um, of people who are building properties. So the program is open to builders, architects, engineers, town planners, other professionals in the construction center. If they are interested, program will certify them. Once they're certified, government will send them to go and help monitor all the ongoing construction jobs. What do you think? Again, 0700 Hi, how are you? Uh, hello. Thanks for calling. Yeah. What's your name, man? I'm Ahibe on the line. Ahibe, welcome. Talk to me. Yeah. With the little experience and observation as regards to building construction in a, in a new site or in an old site, that the inspection is supposed to start right from the ground, the foundation. When you are building on the solid land, like Ogunsai, like uh, Dosai, all those areas, mm. the, it's not waterlogged. The material necessary there is different for the material on the waterlogged uh, river nine area, like Lagos. Okay. So the uh, inspection has also start from the foundation, the type of material they need for filling the ground. Hmm. For instance, you use sharp sand that is naturally for Lagos land, not red sand. The red sand, by the time you fill it and build on it, it will start absorbing water. That is expansion and uh, uh, you know, being soft. So many houses in First start now around the new uh, zone that is uh, across Kana. Mm -hmm. The sand been uh, uh, to the ground and water now flow the whole first floor and second floor, uh, first floor. So the whole water goes, uh, the whole uh, the, uh, what they call it, the foundation went down. Mm -hmm. And when they were building that, we told them that you don't use red sand for because it's for cheaper. And the engineer did not tell the uh, the uh, the owner, so that means the engineer have little or no experience about uh, waterlogged area or what you call this uh, Lagos, uh -huh. the aquatic zone, Abi. Okay. Hello. Okay. Yeah, the aquatic area uh, like Lagos. Right. You don't need rest time to do the filling or to lay the foundation because when the rest is come, the rest time cannot absorb. It cannot resist the water. Okay. So that's why you use red sand to feed ground as you're left on the road without the asphalt on it or without uh, the stone base on it before the asphalt. You see, it will even be drawing vehicles. And then you see the land be, uh, be soaked. So water, uh, the motor gets stuck on the ground because of the rest sand that is so, absorbing water. So can the use of private sector professionals help the government inspect these foundations? And that's why it should be when the foundation is about to start. Uh -huh. All right. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Good, good evening. Good evening. What's your name, sir? My name is Ben. I'm calling from Eva. Welcome, Ben. Sandra, uh, this uh, uh, is in a tight corner. Okay. You know, this is a run of 18 Tinubu. Also, they are a very small run. Tinubu is carrying everybody along now. This is what, this is not what exactly he want to do. You, we may be shocked when we see some people on that. In case of Renan, all these people he's gathering, they are the ones that we help him. If to say now that there is not that uh, petition 
Tribunal, mm-hmm. everything, cases, everything, Supreme Court, everything is over now. Mm-hmm. You will see that Tinubu mean well now. In his heart now, he wants to bring technocrats, want to bring good people. Mm-hmm. All these uh, packages, old governors, is packing and starting to cook all those excess luggage. Mm-hmm. All those people now, mm-hmm. he, he carrying them and in case of rerun, they will be there because they've been now. They have seen them upon all the earth, all the Kanduja, Kandola, Rufai, Bakudu. Uh, we can all these people if we get it in them now. When the time is there, we say, Okay, you we will show you now. She said, you don't show us your color. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> so, concerning the Imo state, mm. what a hopeful of the one did in Imo state was terrible. PDP, has, they are right for crimes now. They did not do this thing before. If PDP had done this thing before this year, and in this year's election, things wouldn't have been as it is because PDP, they did not actually act as. Opposition, they kept quiet, so quiet. You know, LP was not opposition. LP, LP was just upcoming. The PDP was so quiet. These people just had their way. Opposition was moving around everywhere with the soldiers carrying ballot buses. It was on the social media. It's so too bad. It was very indeed. Use caterpillar, dig road, dig cutter, so that the motor and neck will not carry their materials and pass that place. Mm. They block areas with opposite, uh, opponent uh, strongholds. He blocked it that they will not cast votes. And all the places now in XA, there will be no election in Imo State like uh, Uguta, mm. Okiwe, Olu, Osu. All those places, the results came out. Opus of the mass caught 100%. Three senators, the whole Federal House of Assembly, the whole State Force of Assembly. They got a clean sheet, 100%. That's why PDP is crying now. Thank you so much, Sandra. God bless you. 99.3, hello. Hello, Ramada Sandra. Thanks for calling. What's your name, ma'am? Good afternoon. I'm actually calling from Ecology. Mercy, welcome. Talk to me. So, we're talking about INEC and upcoming election. Mm-hmm. I'm from State. Okay. Of local government, Ecology. Okay. So... Last uh, presidential election, uh, the election did not really hold in my local go- in my local government or two local government. The, oh. the type of insecurity that is there. Mm. My mommy was telling me that nobody even came at that election day. Mm. You understand? Presidential on that February twenty twelve, nobody came out. You understand? Okay. So this one that is coming now, let them just they should just carry let the hopeful of them that is there. Let him do his four years and come that. Let's see whether he must take to have peace because <laughs> them. Spending money to do election in Imo State is just like a waste of money. That is my own opinion. Oh. Because that election will not hold. He will make sure that he he he, he remains in that thing. And my prayer is let him do his four years and come down. Because Imo State, ever since he has sent that seat, Imo State have come to a war zone. In my local government or two local government, Madam Sandra, hmm. or two local government is like a war zone. How will they mean precisely? How will they mean it's on fire? Honestly, the type of insecurity that is there, hmm. God should just protect my people over there. Thank hmm. you. Thank you, Mercy, for calling. And I'm really sad to hear that um, that's happening in your local government. We've got uh, Shadin on the line. Welcome. Good. Thank you. Uh, mine is on INEC. All right. Honestly speaking, I don't, I don't have single, single hope or confidence in INEC. And uh, I want to pass a message because we, the youth, are watching. We are not going to even, I'm not even threatening, but I'm telling you we are coming for them. Let them continue doing what they are doing. Let them be transparent. Let them be neutral in anything they are doing because time will come. That's my own. Oh. Let's let them sit up and do the right thing. Okay. Thank you for calling. Alex is here. Alex, welcome. Hi, Sandra. How's it been? Ah, this is our Alex. Okay. Yes, this is Alex. Where did you disappear to, Alex? I've been out of town. I'm running a project somewhere out of town. Okay. So Good to have you back. It's, Welcome. It's easy to listen in, but it's not too easy to call. To call, so right. I just listen in most of the time. Okay. Yes. So, Sandra, in, I want to talk about this uh, Lagos State Initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recommend, I suggested this many months ago. Oh, see, I listen to you. No way. Oh, yeah. Well, it happens. <laughs> it all happens. <laughs> it all happens. So the thing is, there's no way that you would have only the ministry workers doing the inspection and all of that. It's not possible. You have to certify people who will. They will not only be inspecting 
at the point of maybe when you you're thinking of demolishing or whatever it is. But they can start with the right from the you know even verification of documents before the construction starts. Now, to avoid victimization, you ask a key question that will it work? Mm. Now, to avoid victimization, the legal state government must focus on three things. First of all, you set your standards so that they are clear for everyone to understand, both the inspector and the inspected, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You want your standards to be verifiable and reliable so that there are no controversies. So that when these people, when you say that somebody has, you know, infringed or whatever, you know, somebody has done the wrong thing, it is easy to look at the situation, the judge, the, your, your decision and say that, yes, this person has infringed. Otherwise, if you leave room for ambiguity, then the whole thing is a waste of time. The second thing quickly I want to say about the same thing is that the Lagos State Government, which is also something I suggested when um, that last major building collapse happened Mm -hmm. uh, on the island, Mm -hmm. is that the government must have a website to which any individual anywhere from from anywhere in the world can log in and see the owners of buildings in the state. Mm. I would love for it to go across the country, but let's focus on Lagos for now. Mm. If you don't have that, Everything you're doing, they will still they will still be concealing a lot of these things. So we need a website to which we can log in and say, "Oh, this person is the owner of this house." Standing on social coordinates, if you understand what I'm saying, yeah, it should be really, really clear. Everything should be clear and unambiguous, and then it will work. Thank you, Sandra. It's nice talking to you. It's again. nice to have you back on the show. <laughs> Thank you Thank so you. much. All right, Alex. And uh, I mean, I guess this is proof that the conversations we have on hard facts are not are not um, a waste of our breath collectively or time uh, collectively because, you know, I remember Alex um, suggesting, uh, you know, this thing that the Lagos State Government has now done and, you know, here we are. Now, let me bring you our final story on the show today. It takes us back to the National Assembly where the House of Reps want to investigate banks over illegal charges on your accounts. The House Committee on Banking is going to investigate this matter and get back to um, the full House in one month. Members of the Green Chamber say that they are getting lots of complaints from their constituents. They are accusing the banks of adding new charges to accounts that are not captured in the initial terms. They are also claiming that the banks are increasing some fee amounts without proper consent or proper notification. Now, these are all allegations at the moment, and we're curious to see the findings of the committee next month. But I want to know if any of this rings true true for you have you been a victim of illegal charges from your bank or if you work in banking do you believe that there's some sort of misconception here by perhaps the house of reps or the public about these charges is it that people don't understand these charges therefore they think it's illegal charges they're illegal charges uh and then for those of you who are not in the banking sector have you been a victim of illegal charges from your bank Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. Talk to me about our three stories on the show today. We've brought you three so far, where we uh, told you that uh, the PDP governors are warning INEC and the federal government and security agencies to be neutral during the elections coming up in Kogi, Imo, and Bayelsa. We talked about the Lagos State government's plan to partner with the public to prevent building collapses, and I just told you now about uh, House of Reps probing illegal deductions by banks. Talk to me about any of these stories. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling, sir. What's your name? Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. I'm calling from Lekki. Welcome, Austin from Lekki. Thank you. Can I speak on the uh, INEC issue? Yes, please. Talk to me. And Sandra, to be honest with you, I have lost confidence on uh, INEC. Okay. I was a victim of a 2023 presidential finance election. Okay. I was beaten blue, blue black at the boy for. I'm sorry. That is nothing, absolutely nothing. 
Anek will tell me today that will make me to believe have uh, have a single or half hope in them. The uh, the uh, current uh, election they are going to hold in some state in, uh, in Nigeria. Let them package themselves very well. But Imo people in Imo state, we are waiting for them. Let's hope Zodima continue to gather fans uh, from Abuja to anywhere from Lagos to Abuja. Imo states are waiting for him. Okay, thanks for calling. On WhatsApp, this message from shareholder Festac says, I think that the idea from the legacy government is good, but I have the following notes for them. Number one, the people should be certified professionals. Number two, they should not monetize the idea. Those to inspect must not collect money. If at all there's any need for payment, it should be handled by a very different body. The problem with Lagos State government is that their agencies are money collecting centers Hence, they leave their primary assignments to pursue money. Shareholder, thanks for your message. Uh, we've got this one here from Jonathan in Magboro. Okay, I think I've taken that message before. Uh, Sixtus from Adejuan Street says, uh, The charges that bank charge worse than POS. Uh, I don't know how much... Did uh, oh, six? I think you sent this message in a hurry, so I'm not quite sure what you're trying to say. But thanks for your message. Dampi Nigondo says President Tunubu should be fair when selecting ministers. We don't need old headers. We need young and new people, even though they're not politicians. INEC will not change. They're still the same. They give us breakfast, so we need another body for electoral matters. Dampi, thanks for your message. Larry says Sandra, are you surprised we're having? Del- in the formation of President Bat's cabinet. Uh, when you assume power through the assistance of some influential candidates and not through democratic means, such delay is bound to happen. All right, Larry. <laughs> Thanks for your message. Chris in Accra says, INEC is only good for off-cycle elections. That's what they used to deceive us. The off-cycle elections in Oshun and Anambra, PDP should rather call on Bola Tinubu to not use state apparatus to favor his party and follow the laudable lead in that regard uh, with former President Buhari by playing neutral. To me, Emo is foregone uh, in my eyes, foregone conclusion in my eyes. Um, um, my eyes are on Kogi and Bayelsa. Will APC allow other parties breathe is the big question. All right, Chris, thanks for your message. Wilson Edwards says... Uh, the bank that is most notorious for illegal deduction is Echo Bank. If you send out money, they'll deduct. And if you receive money, they deduct. If you get alert, they deduct. If you leave the money there, they'll deduct. If they send you birthday wishes, they deduct. If they send you month-end statement of accounts, they deduct. Even a dormant account, they'll deduct until they empty the account. May God help us from Echo Bank and the rest of these vampire banks that keep sucking us dry instead of adding interest to our money. Because growing up, I used to get interest paid into my account. Now I'm the one paying interest to bank for keeping my money. All right. Uh, Wilson Edwards from Ibasa Satellite Town. But Wilson, they're supposed to um, deduct for for withdrawal and for deposits and for sending you account statements every month and all of of these things that you've mentioned now. I'm not sure that these are illegal deductions. We've got uh, Dan from Igondo who says INEC can never repent. They're still the same. Everybody saw what happened in the last election for the presidential and legal state election. We all saw what happened. Uh, they are and will never be trusted. As for bank charges, they should reduce the charges. That is all. All right, Dan. Thanks for your message. Uh, Mario from Ebutemata says, talking illegal bank charges. Madam Sandra, Access Bank takes 50 naira to 100 naira every day from my account. I've been to customer care desk. I've been to every other place to help, but no. So if I have 20K at the beginning of the year in that account, I will be in debt when the year ends. Mario, with that message. All right, Mario, thanks for your message. Uh, Richard in Lagos says, for me, when it comes to illegal bank charge deductions from accounts, it's got to be that bank with the orange color uh, tiled title 
or tilted, tilted square like that, surrounded by orange lines on a white background. I don't want to mention their names here, but if you get rich, you get it. And if you don't get rich, forget about it. They're so notorious for deducting from my account arbitrarily and for no justifiable reason. All right, Richard, thanks for your message. Let's come back to the phone lines and see what we get. 99.3, hello. Oh, sorry about that. Call me back if you can. 99.3. Hello. Hello. What's your name, ma'am? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is Mercy calling back. Mercy. So about back. about um, banking deduction. Mm-hmm. Access bank. They are really annoying. They are really annoying. Okay. And uh, every ending of the month is inside my app that I will see that I have removed uh, close to three hundred and something naira. Uh, Often, if I do transfer, they will remove money. If I receive money, they will. As in every, but at the end. There's one that they used to send in federal government electronic levy kineko. Mm. I don't know what is that one. Mm. That one is fifty nine again. Mm. You understand that? Mm-hmm. But there is other wallet that I will put my money in at the end of every month. On the first of the month like this, mm. I will go there and collect all my interest. Mm. I don't know whether I can I can be, be able to mention that. What's the name you of the wallet? Yes, like PD now. PD, PD, if you put your money in PD, mm-hmm. every ending of the month, mm. any any district that you are, you are investing on, there, mm. you you will get interest. Some sometimes, depending on the amount you have in your in your wallet, mm-hmm. you sometimes at the at the first of every month, I used to collect interest of one thousand something, mm. depending on 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 the of the level of the money I have. You in have there. in there. Well, Yes. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yes. All right, that's that's Yeah, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank stop you selling sir. the market. So yeah, I'm so sorry. Thank, thank you. you. It's okay. <laughs> 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 if they want to sell the market, they should come and pay me. We've got Mrs. Chingere on the line. Hi, Mrs. Chingere. Mrs. Chingere on the line. Yes, welcome. You're live on the show now. Uh, uh, so, the first um, thing is the INEC. There is no INEC in Nigeria, they are all dependent. Ah. There is in, there is no independence. Hmm. There is independent. They're supposed to do it without people manipulating them. So that depending on who is on the throne, hmm. who they will uh, they will pay them or whatever. Hmm. There is nothing like independence. Okay. As long as Nigeria is concerned. <laughs> now coming to the banking on due charges. Mm-hmm. If somebody sends you money, somebody sends me ten thousand, they removed. I don't know if it's right. And when I will go to collect, they will remove. I don't know if it is right or it, no, it wasn't like that before. I know that when you want to collect, they will deduct mm. ATM or POS. But mm. this, when you receive money, they will remove money. I don't know. So somebody, if you charge somebody, uh, if somebody now gives you money, before you will remove it, you will go to the POS, 10,000. You will not be 10,000 again. Mm. So I don't know if it's right. So. so the people that are there that brought it up, let them see what they will do. Let them tell us what they are doing with those charges. All right, Mrs. Chinyera, thank you very much for calling. Lillian is not here anymore, but Lillian, thank you very much for calling. All right, Lagos, from 4 o'clock, we'll talk about eclampsia and pre-eclampsia. It is, a, it is something that kills a lot of women who are trying to have children. Pre-eclampsia, it's a condition that kills so many new mothers. Um, one of the reasons that uh, maternal mortality is so high in Nigeria probably preeclampsia. So we'll have that conversation on today's glass ceiling um, from four to five. So um, it, it, if you have friends that are, you know, getting ready to be new mothers, if you're a new mother yourself, if you're the husband of a new mother, you're planning to be somebody's father, this is a conversation that you really need to listen to. All right. It's going to start at four o'clock. I've got a message here on WhatsApp from... Uh, Okay. Femi Akumi, Femi Akumi Nagege says, we what we experienced during the presidential elections, I doubt if INEC will be transparent in the state elections ahead. Uh, Jude says, I, I don't have confidence in INEC anymore. Godwin Onobobo says, uh, Tinubu is very on course in selecting his cabinet team. There would be no rerun in the verdict of the tribunal. 
I have hope and confidence in INEC declaration of Ashua Jutinubu as the winner of the presidential election because he met the constitutional requirements. Tribunal will uphold his election and Pitobi and Atiku have the option of proceeding to Supreme Court. Thank you. All right, Godwin Onogbobo, thanks for your message. We'll take a break now. When we come back, I'll take more messages from social media. Don't go away. On WhatsApp, we've got uh, this message here from Brendan. Brendan says, I think people misunderstand the banks because the banks don't do enough sensitization to their customers on charges. So customers are left to worry which charges are right or wrong. They are service institutions. Now, they make their money when they render service to their customers. This is not to say that banks don't charge what they are not supposed to charge. Charge. All right, Brendan, thanks for your message. Joel from Bariga says, the state governments have identified that they lack manpower. Is it not employment opportunity for the residents of Lagos? Why not recruit and train people specifically for building monitoring purpose? We just lack um, will to do the political will to do the right things in Nigeria. Hmm. All right, Joel. Interesting thought there. Now, of course, can they afford to employ people to do it? Because when you employ people, you are also expanding your wage bill. And we do say all the time that uh, the wage bill of governments is too much. Uh, we do say all the time that we need to cut the cost of governance. So is government employment the way to go? I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm just asking the questions. Christian from Ijeshatedo says, Sandra, about illegal bank charges, we claim to be operating cashless policy. Access Bank will always deduct money even when someone sends you money. And that's why some traders will want you to add extra money when purchasing items. Christian, thanks for your message. Now again, I don't know that you paying money when you're receiving money, like paying a, a fraction of you know some money when you're receiving money, I don't know that that's an illegal Legal charge. That's a service charge, not an illegal charge. Uh, but don't quote me. We've got Elazue Yinaya Sylvester who says the euphoria and excitement of voting and participating in an election by Nigerian youth has been murdered by INEC. The false hopes and trust that INEC gave to Nigerians during the last general election and especially the presidential election has totally disconnected uh, the youth from participating. In, in any future elections conducted by Yakubu's INEC. M. Joe from Aja says, President Sandra, by now you must have known that all your callers who you must you must have known all your callers who are capable of handling your cabinet. <laughs> if by God's grace you are confirmed as Nigeria's president, will you delay the points in them? Ah, no, wow. <laughs> Why are you putting me on the spot? Did anybody vote for me to be president? Please, I was appointed president and and my ministers appointed themselves to be ministers. Let's leave it at that. Thank you very much. <laughs> John says, uh, declaring president, declaring to the what? I don't think you're talking about what we're talking about on the show. Um, but thank you for sending your message in. <laughs> Christian Uchenna from Ibasa says, concerning the upcoming state elections, INEC have lost their chance to make the citizens trust them unless there's an overhaul of the heads of position in the commission. To my people in Oweri, Ikeduru, Amaimo uh, constituency, Imo state, please be vigilant and prayerful. Stay alive for us. God will help Imo lights. For the bank charges, the Senate should give an order uh, to refund, uh, an order of refund to every affected customer and give stipulated daily interest rates to every active customer account. Uh-uh, even China don't do pass this one. I beg. Uh-uh. Are you people pro-business at all? Eh? <laughs> you know that banks are businesses, right? They're not offering charity. Now business didn't be. Okay. We'll take a break. When we come back from this break, let's talk to a medical doctor about preeclampsia. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. <laughs> 